Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at configuring a site-to-site -site IPsec VPN. We'll be discussing IPsec negotiation, site-to-site -site IPsec VPN topology, IPsec VPN configuration tasks, existing ACL configurations, and finally handling broadcast and multicast traffic. This episode is part of my series on network security for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. IPsec negotiation to establish a VPN involves five steps. And this includes the IKE phase one and the IKE phase two. Now, the first step here is this is an isocamp tunnel here is initiated when host A sends interesting traffic to host B. Traffic is considered interesting here when it travels between the peers and meets the criteria that are defined in the access control list. Step two, this is where your IKE phase one begins. The peers negotiate the ISACAMP security association policy. When the peers agree on the policy and are authenticated, a secure tunnel is created. Step three, the IKE phase two begins. The IPsec peers use the authenticated secure tunnel from step two here to negotiate the IPsec security association policy. The negotiation of the shared policy determines how the IPsec tunnel is established. Step four, the IPsec tunnel is created. And when that's created, data is transferred between the IPsec peers based on those IPsec security associations we established earlier. And then the fifth step here, IPsec tunnel gets terminated. And this happens when the IPsec security associations are manually deleted or when their lifetime expires. Implementing a site-to-site -site VPN requires configuring settings for both IKE Phase 1 and IKE Phase 2. In Phase 1 configuration, the sites are configured with the necessary ISACAMP security associations to ensure that an ISACAMP tunnel can be created. Now, when we get to the Phase 2 configurations, the two sites are configured with an IPsec security association to ensure that an IPsec tunnel is created within that original ISACAMP tunnel. Both of these tunnels will be created when interesting traffic is detected. Here we have a topology. Fairly simple. We have Site 1, Site 2 going through the internet and this topology we're going to use to demonstrate a site-to-site -site IPsec VPN implementation. Using that topology, both routers are configured with IP addressing and static routing. Here we do a show run that gives us our IP addresses. So you can see on R1 we have our IP addresses and our static route. On R2 we have our IP addresses and our static route again. Over here we run a ping to show us that routing is happening correctly. So we send the ping, we get 100% success rate, showing that our routing does work. As we work setting up our IPsec VPN, these are our security policy requirements that basically are our corporate security policy. First one here is that we encrypt traffic with AES-256 and SHA. We're gonna use a pre-shared key 
We're going to exchange the keys using Diffie Hellman, specifically Group 14. We're going to set up our Isocamp tunnel for a lifetime of one hour. So after an hour, it'll, it'll tear itself down. And then finally, that actual IPsec tunnel here, we're going to use, it's going to use ESP and it's going to have a 15 minute lifetime. In order to meet these security policy requirements, these are the configuration tasks we're, we're going to have to do. The first one here is configure that ISACAM policy for the IKE phase one. Then we're going to have to configure the IPsec policy for IPsec phase two. Once we have those done, we, can, we set up our crypto map here for the IPsec policy. Then we apply that IPsec policy. And then once we have that applied, we're going to go and verify that our tunnel is operational. Before you set up this site-to-site -site IPsec VPN, you have to make sure and ensure that the existing access controllers do not block traffic ne necessary for those IPsec negotiations, that Ike Phase 1 and IKE Phase 2. The ACL command syntax to, per to permit ISACAMP ESP and our auction headers are shown down here. If we look down here, we can see that we're going into our access control list and we're calling it inbound right here. We're going to permit some traffic, but right here, we're going to permit our ISACAM traffic. That allows us to make sure that our tunnels, that those negotiations all set up. And then we're, we're allowing ESP and AHP, these two protocols here, so that we can make sure the, the tunnels are negotiated correctly. The topology uses static routing. So there's no need for multicast or broadcast traffic that needs to be routed through our tunnel. But what if we decided that we did want to implement something like EIGRP or OSPF? What we'd have to do to enable the routing protocol traffic, the peers in the site-to-site -site IPsec VPN implementation would need to configure with a generic routing encapsulation tunnel for that multicast traffic. We would have to set up a GRE tunnel, this is a carrier protocol, to handle that traffic for the routing protocols like EIGRP and OSPF. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuring a site-to-site -site IPsec VPN. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There, you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on network security for the CCNA. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I picked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on network security for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.